Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Real Window, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I'm Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And we're two sisters who sit in a closet and discuss movies. Uh, two separate closets. I said a closet. There's two closets. <laughs> we're in the same closet together. How could that be? Do you have, the echo would echo? be, be huh. pretty bad. Anyway. <laughs> Two separate closets and two separate houses and two separate cities. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a book. Uh, and then uh, uh, we discussed the movies that we watched. Uh, you all know what's up. I feel like no one's new, but maybe someone's new. Welcome, new listeners. We don't Hello. know that. We could have some lovely new person who stumbled upon us. And we just thank true. you. Thank you because so much. Other yeah. people yeah. rated and reviewed us and mm-hmm. subscribed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> And that encourages Subtle. other people to find us. So ooh, uh, ooh. if you haven't done that yet, you should do that because uh, I just mentioned it now. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I picked the movie this week. Uh, yes, this is the full episode where we discuss the movie. So if you haven't watched our movie of the week, uh, feel free uh, to watch it first and then listen because there will be spoilers. Yes. However, um, you won't know whether or not the movie uh, is good in our opinion. <laughs> so it's a risky game. Yeah, yeah, it could be awesome. Some of the movies be. and we've aren't had some great. pretty mixed films. So uh... I won't lie. Most of them have been me. Most of them have been me and I'm not proud of it and it, uh, it's stressful as a result. Um, so we'll see how this week goes for hey, us. You, you pick Sword in the Stone, so you'll forever yeah. have chosen one of the best films That's we, we true. watched. Let's be honest. It okay. is a great movie. And I picked Midnight Run, but I also yes. picked Annie and Armageddon and The Outsiders, <laughs> and I can't take any of those back. Uh, spoiler alert, we didn't love The Outsiders, so... Uh, we did not. It was our most episode. episode. Feel free to go back. Please don't watch the movie. Don't watch oh, the movie, but listen yeah. to the episode. The episode yeah. is way more entertaining, substantially yeah. less sad, um, yeah. and yeah. in my opinion, better directed. <laughs> I <laughs> uh, uh, like a okay. solid burn. Solid burn. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. If Coppola knew, I'm sure he'd be uh, devastated. He'd be really okay. upset. Yeah. Okay. I'm important. Lisa, <laughs> tell us the movie that I picked this week. All right. So, be discussing. so Pauline chose the film Dangerous Minds, starring Michelle Pfeiffer and a whole bunch of unknowns. It's basically a Michelle vehicle because that's just how this is sure going. Is. I mean, that works because the students are all like unknown teenagers. You kind of focus on them as characters rather than on, oh, that's so It's true. So that's, that's true. kind of great. It's based on the <laughs> like, actual... Isn't that River Phoenix? <laughs> Whoa. Um, no. And... <laughs> totally. it's no, not. it's not. Um, and it's based on the actual experiences of Luann Johnson, a former Marine who became a teacher in California in a school where a lot of kids from troubled neighborhoods are sort of bust in. And this is basically about how Luann, played by Michelle Pfeiffer in the film, uh, stumbles upon this position. She didn't know she'd be taking on a role as an academy teacher, which is basically a nice way of saying she's a teacher for difficult students. And she's never done it before. She's recently in a rough divorce. Uh, she's worked a whole bunch of odd jobs. As I said, she's a former Marine, and she has to somehow get these kids who are delinquent at best, uh, who may be smart, but don't want to have anything to do with her, basically learn English and grant her authority in the classroom. And so this whole story is based on just how she connects with these kids, how she changes their lives, they change her life for the better, that kind of traditional story of like the teacher who can raise the students higher than anyone expects them to go and that's that's basically the plot um not a whole lot else happening on here but it she does end up teaching them through the lyrics of bob dylan as well as through dylan thomas she teaches them poetry she uses a lot of unusual techniques 
a lot of the bribery to get them to, uh, a to lot listen of bribery. to her in class. A lot of bribery. Um, but it's like chocolate bars. I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Chocolate bars and like roller coasters. Pretty harmless Who wouldn't bribery. I mean, yeah, no one's right. complaining. It's not like she's paying money. Uh, no. And so she's not blackmailing anybody. No, I mean, out of all of that. the things. But that's anyway. basically it. So there is. Um, offensive language in this film it's definitely for an adult audience f-bombs are dropped like, i don't know how we watched this movie i honestly we i think we saw it in theaters like we watched this movie <laughs> a lot too like we didn't know yeah. it but we didn't we know it but every opportunity it. we had to watch it and as a note this film is also famous for the uh main musical number associated with this film which is coolio's gangsta's paradise which was a huge oh. huge hit seriously the out. movie opens with this song and it and, is uh, so i was taken back i was good. taken back so right away good. i was like oh. i already love this movie i don't yeah. even know if it's going to be good but i was genuinely oh, nothing it's... else I love this song. It's I a love great this song. There's a song. reason it this is... song did so well. It's funny. Oh. I watched this with our mom, who had not oh. seen it for a very long time. Really? And as soon as the song came out, she was like, oh, yeah, this is a good song. Our <laughs> mother went, this is actually a really good song. Because I told her, I'm like, it has one of my favorite songs ever in it. And she's like, okay. It's... Pauline and I love this song. And then I'm like, remember so the Amish good. Paradise parody by Al Yankovic? Because our dad loves Al Yankovic. And mom's like, oh, yes. And I yeah. went to that concert with him as well. Um, so... <laughs> Many things happening, but yeah. Uh, so we, this is this is a very nostalgic movie for us. This I think you mentioned in the trivia. So this is the film that solidified our love for Michelle Pfeiffer. This and Batman Returns, both of us were like, Michelle Pfeiffer's amazing. Seriously, how could uh, you not love Michelle Pfeiffer after these two movies as a little I know. girl? She's, she's so like, fabulous, she's so amazing. She's amazing and tough mm. and cool and beautiful yeah. and smart. Yeah, and it just like yeah, Lisa, awesome. all, those all, all those things, all those things, she's all those things. Super helpful. As we yes, learned, as we learned in the trivia show, very helpful white person nominated <laughs> for an award for uh, the vast majority of the students in her class are Latino or African American, and mm-hmm. yeah, she is. It's definitely a white she's savior. Very, trope, guys. <laughs> she's very white, but it's great. They call her white bread when she first comes they in, do and I did mock not her repeatedly. They didn't get that, that no well well let's great. segue in there pauline oh so, yes mm. as we've talked about this Please film do. let's go start us off the takeaways um what you remember okay. when you were a kid versus as yeah. an adult what you misunderstood let's do all that good stuff come on well on okay me. so i remember the song like right away <laughs> great song even you know what even if you don't want to watch this movie everyone just, uh, listen, just to go listen, listen to the song listen to the song watch the music video mm-hmm. it's great it won an award and uh just watch the trailer you get yes. the whole movie and just the two actually minute trailer. it's true i watched the trailer after you had told me to and i'm like that's yeah. the whole plot it's the movie but <laughs> the plot's pretty thin so yes. i mean yeah. really that's not much to do they're not yeah. giving you a surprise uh, in there no, but it is it it's... is what you expect from the sound of the plot like the, there yeah. are tons of movies like this of the teach inspirational teacher and students there's varying degrees of it from dead poet society to coach carter to stand and deliver it's to, been done. to sir with love to sir with love one of the originals like this like is... arguably the best anyway mm-hmm. so it's, it, we all know we all know how it goes they all mm-hmm. end up loving her and it's great and yeah, everyone's happy and it's wonderful and she keeps teaching and blah 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 blah, blah. <laughs> anyway so um okay so i remember the song Mm-hmm. right away I was like this is good um <laughs> I I didn't get when when she does enter the room and they're all mm. calling her white bread and no one's listening to her like I didn't really get it like I I don't mm. remember white bread 
But as an adult, I was like, this is fucking funny. I love oh, I just call it. I know. I didn't remember white bread and onion sauce either. I don't think I ever clued into what it no. was. I just knew they weren't paying attention or listening yeah. like they should. They didn't respect um, her. I was like, okay, they clearly don't respect this woman. That's yeah. okay. That's okay. <laughs> That's She's got to earn this. She's got to earn this. Okay. Totally. And then she does. Mm. So anyway, um, I remember, okay, so uh, there's another teacher who, ha- this is how yes. she gets the job. So there's another teacher. His name is Hal. And he is uh, a friend of hers from like, um, back when her and her husband and him and his wife were very good friends together. Um, so anyway, so she's still friends with him after her and her husband are divorcing. And I loved him as a kid. Like he, I, he was one of my absolute favorite characters. That I loved it. I nicest, greatest, yes. funniest, amazing funny, people. Is good yeah. guy. He's yeah. very supportive of her. Like I just thought he was funny as a kid. We both really liked him, and I, it's. Yeah. Anyway. We thought he was a genuinely good guy. So when I saw him on did. screen, I'm like, I was happy to see him. I saw him. Totally. I was like, oh, I love you. <laughs> I really did. He's very, like, sympathetic. He's very relatable. He's a regular dude. Anyway, so I remember when he came on, I was like, I like this guy. This is a good guy. <laughs> so that was what I remember. I don't. So um, she, mm-hmm. he is currently a teacher at the school. And he's bringing her along to try to get her a job and as a student teacher as like a student as, teacher as, yeah so yeah, like, like she, a one-on-one kind she of didn't situation. even finish yeah. her mm-hmm. you learn that she didn't even like become a full-fledged teacher so she, she didn't get her here. certification yeah. yes and they're so desperate for a teacher that they just bring <laughs> her on to teach these academies and, like the poor and will get emergency certification because she was really close to getting it so yes. the, the vice principal basically is like well it's no trouble to get you emergency certification and you're like that should be a warning sign luann and it wasn't for her, which as an adult, it should have been. As a kid, I was like, this makes perfect sense. Absolutely. We just give the new freshest teacher the most, the most difficult, difficult, challenging classroom, classroom yeah. who didn't even get her teaching. Like in my head, yeah. I'm like, this is absurd, but apparently well, as an true. Adult, I'm I mean, like, well, and here's the thing, though. The book is. I know we don't. It's based on it's pretty loosely based from what I understand. Yes. There, I'll yes. explain one of the major plot points of that later, but um, yeah. So yeah, I don't know how much of that is true. So anyway, <laughs> don't know. that happens. But it, where I was going with this was, <clears throat> you understand later that the academy students are the difficult students, but you don't know mm. that in this interaction. And obviously, mm. you know it based if you watch the trailer. You know what you're what's coming. But Hal, when he finds out that she yes. has been gifted this job, his response is kind of like he turns to the vice principal. And he's like. The Academy students. Like, what okay. are you doing? Yeah. Are we sure? And I didn't that at all. No, I didn't um, get the subtlety of him being like, uh, was like, this I, is a bad idea. Well, especially because just before that, when she says, I got hired, he gives her like this big hug and he's all happy for her. So as a kid, I'm like, excellent. Things are going well. <laughs> we all know this is a good thing. And then when she tells him what it is, he's like, ah, okay. Great. This will go poorly. I can't imagine anything that would go wrong with this situation. So anyway, (laughs) so that happened. So I didn't get that. But I really liked him. Yeah. Um, I, even though the students are kind of disrespectful to her, not kind of, they're just, just, they don't respect her. Because why would they? They, They're just blatantly disregarding her as an authority figure. Um, I liked most of them. I remember as a kid, because they all kind of have their personalities that come out in the movie. And I... You know, I ge- mm-hmm. I genuinely remember I liked Emilio. He was tough. Like he was. Emilio was a complicated character for he me. Was... I I got very I was so upset that he was always because he's the leader of the class. 
basically. All of the other students respond to what he does. So if he disrespects her and continues to disrespect her, then all of them will continue to do so. Whereas if he respects her, then the others will start to grant her respect kind of thing. And as a kid, I was like, damn it, Emilio. Why can't you just respect, just respect her? Because there are so- she gets close. She starts to get. She starts to win over the other students, and then he'll knock it flat. And you're just like, Duh! and as a child, I was just like, it's very guy, difficult. This guy is tricky. But then when she <laughs> earns the guy. respect, I was like, yes. mm, maybe he's not so bad. Because then she earns his respect, so and then he then he encourages her in the classroom. Mm-hmm. And you're like, this is amazing. So anyway, I remember I liked him. I remember mm-hmm. you loved Raul. Like I remember Raul, I liked Raul. As soon as he came on the screen, I was like, oh my god. It's Raul. You loved him <laughs> I so him. much. Like I just I adored him so, so much. So I think yeah. I love Raul, not because of Raul, but because I know how much you love Raul. I'm like, well, everyone loves Raul. I he's know, great. Clearly, everyone thinks he's the coolest. I can't even. I saw him and I was like, oh my god, I still love him. I know. Him. As soon as I, he opened his mouth, I was like, hey, everybody, everybody, a cowboy. Cowboy. I was like, yes. Yeah, yes. totally. Because everyone's Raul, giving her a hard time. Yeah. I know and love. <laughs> I remember I wrote that line down, but I was like, so it's going to say that line because that's Lisa's oh. one of her favorite lines of Raul. Um, oh, okay, so what else do I remember as a kid? So I remember like, um, I, okay, well, what I didn't get, like mm. why they didn't respect her. I, as a kid, I really struggled with why not? I mean, she's the teacher. She's an authority figure. You just totally. respect your teachers. Like that was like very much my Mm-hmm. middle-class white girl upbringing <laughs> so that's a hundred percent so the nuance of their struggle was mm. obviously lost on me as a child I mean and totally. I would argue everything about their struggle is still lost on me as an adult that can empathize but I definitely no, I no. don't have any no shared experience of, no what none ever. none at we, all we are but looking no. at a window at this yes. point where we're just like wow okay. and a very yeah. small window directed <laughs> by t- Hollywood a tiny pinprick of a window. Pfeiffer. So yeah. I'm like, mm, good. Uh, probably not actually. So yeah, but yeah I'm, I'm with you on that. I I got that they were from a rough neighborhood, obviously, because when yes. Luann goes to visit a couple of the students, Raul included, and visits their family, it is very obvious they are in a rough neighborhood, that yeah. they don't have a lot of money, that yep. it's a kind of a dangerous place to just sort of be wandering around loosey-goosey. And so I got that aspect, but the association of them not doing well, like I... I think, yeah, there were definitely some mm. gaps of understanding for, for sure. sure as a younger kid. I didn't understand why, you know, being poor and, and struggling at home and, and home life and gangs and like being on the streets. Like, I, I didn't understand why that would affect you academically. <laughs> like, come on, <laughs> how, school. How and I also was a teacher's pet problems. who loved going to school. So I was like, mm-hmm. this is a fantastic opportunity that everyone should appreciate and uh, <laughs> thrive in. So yeah, definitely yeah. lost that um, entire nuance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't totally. really understand why they didn't respect her. I accepted that they didn't and moved on from there. But yeah, yeah, you, the... but you weren't like, oh, I understand completely. Yeah. You were more like, okay, they're just kind of jerks. I was cool. like, okay, so they don't want to listen to her. That's cool. Let's move along. And then mm-hmm. it moves along quite more nicely. into the story. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Continue. Uh, By all means, give them more chocolate bars. I wish she was my teacher. I know. My I teacher like, should give me chocolate bars. And I'd give her I all the right answers. would respect her all the time if I got <laughs> chocolate bars and roller coasters. Like, yes, please. May Thank I please? you. Oh, my God. Yes, Miss Johnson. Let's do oh, this. So yes. let's read poetry. So, anyway, <laughs> so um, <laughs> definitely no shared experience there mm. um 
but uh, the other big thing that I didn't get. So there's yeah. um, there's another uh, student in the class. Her name is Callie, and she's great, and she's very intelligent, mm-hmm. and she's. I found her very relatable in that sense. Like, I, like in the sense, not that I'm intelligent. That sounded terrible. No, no, I was like, I'm smart related kid. quite you were, well. You were a smart kid, but you're still like, a smart woman. Because yeah, she yeah. also chimes in, and I'm like, oh yes, someone's chiming in like that yeah, someone's answering me. the question i Not would be the kid hanging. oh in school i couldn't do it like if there was just a silent classroom i was like yeah i have oh, to, i, I, I was the same way I i'm gotta, the same kind of student and it would be when i'd be like it's I uncomfortable prob- i may be wrong but someone needs someone to the has to say someone something. has to say something yeah like i can't Dear god like yeah. my heart's being like a rabbit <laughs> like it was definitely that so i when she's so, so you talks, respected that she talked so i much. did You're like thank I, god Thank Thanks. God Go. someone is participating in this exchange because this really relate, resonates with me. So I really liked her. But what I didn't, what you learn as the movie goes on, she actually ends up getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. And there's this whole plot line of her having to leave high school to go take courses on how to be a mom mm-hmm. and, then, and then be a mom and not finish high school in theory. Yeah. And that was lost on me. Like that... That whole plot I, point. I got was... that she was pregnant and that she had to yes. then leave the school, but I didn't. I didn't fully grasp why, mm-hmm. and that she wasn't. And then I didn't understand why she wasn't coming back. Like I didn't get like yeah. that. It seemed like she was pushed out, and that it was a way for the school to to sort of not have control teens and to control and stuff and in their in their hallways and stuff. And so I was. I remember mm-hmm. very explicitly being confused because. So Lou Ann Johnson is very upset about this because Kelly's like, she's like, she's got so much potential. She shouldn't leave. She goes to the vice principal to try and convince her to let her stay or like to convince her to be like, I'm going to fight this. And then the, yeah. she confesses in this conversation that it's not the school board who's making Callie leave. It is the policy of the school that they basically discourage them from continuing on in their education, essentially, because mm-hmm. they don't want pregnant people in the classroom, as you said. And mm-hmm. Which there's is a line yeah. which is terrible and obviously she fights it and it's fucking badass but there's a line that the vice principal says where she's like some of these girls don't get pregnant by accident and she says pregnancy is contagious and i remember that line <laughs> confused the shit out of me because i yeah. understood what contagious meant and i'm like yeah. pregnancy isn't contagious that's not true <laughs> you were you were taking it literally and you're like that i can't just if yes. i walk next to a pregnant woman and shake her hand i'm not going to be pregnant and not pregnant if she so sneezes I, on I, me <laughs> yes i'm not catching her pregnancy germs and then becoming pregnant so i remember being like i don't know what she's trying to say but Clearly i know i, am I don't something. understand what it is and that was very clear to me. I remember oh, very distinctly that line because I was like, I don't get what's happening here. Uh, obviously, as an adult, I understood. But as, mm-hmm. a, little, as mm-hmm. a child, whatever, whatever age we were watching this, I remember very distinctly being like, I'm confused. We'll come back to that later. Let's move on. <laughs> like, we'll circle like, back at some point. Yeah, yeah, <gasps> we're yeah. not going to get this now. Let's try and get this <laughs> later. Uh, but it's a side note, Pauline, it's a side note. we got to move on with the story. So mm-hmm. I remember very distinctly that conversation. Um, That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, other than that, like, I think I got, like, I understood they came from a rough place. What I guess what was kind of also difficult for me was, so there's a scene with a few of the uh, students, Emilio, Raul, and Gusmaro. And yeah. Raul and Gusmaro are 
two guys fighting Emilio. And Emilio, as we mentioned earlier, is like the guy in the classroom. He also is like he's the toughest so fucking, tough. fucking yeah. dude. He's selling drugs and he's doing some bad shit. And these guys owe him money. And there's a fight that breaks out anyway. I understood the fight. I understood all of that. There's an element of like, I didn't really know why Emilio wouldn't accept her help, which mm. is par for the course with this entire movie. <laughs> Again, I was like, why is no one accepting her help? She's why so is helpful. no one saying cool? She, she wants what's so best for them. helpful. And it's mm-hmm. like, no one wants it. But what I actually was confused about as a kid later was to get in this fight. And then two of them get arrested and whatever. One of them gets detention and then suspensions happen. And then they're all back in the classroom again later. Like, mm-hmm. and they're fine. Like there isn't, I just remember being like, whoa, whoa, whoa. These guys had a fight and now they're not fighting anymore. And totally. I didn't. Are they friends? Now? Are we? Yeah. Like, obviously, because if you're not enemies, you are friends, mm-hmm. apparently. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was that. Yeah. One it or was, two options. It was just like, we're all cool with them being in the same classroom. Like that to me I don't know why, like, it wasn't a big catch-up, but I was Mm. genuinely... The nuances of those dynamics and how Mm. it's like you have the fight, you get over it, or they pay you the money and then it's over, whatever the thing is, or the hierarchy of the alpha males, all of that was definitely not... Totally. Was lost. I didn't catch any of it. So I just was like, whoa, wait, they fought and now they're fine. But do they and hate they each other still? Cool. Are they going to fight later? Yeah. Like, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. I mm. got, it obviously goes until someone's dead. I mean, <laughs> we all know that. <laughs> like, I don't know why that's so I... Obviously, one of you needs to die by the end Clearly, of the day. This is not one working. of them has to be killed by the other. And then we know yeah. who wins. Like, I'm like, we all, how do we know who won? <laughs> they're all living. Anyway. Side note. You violent so, little child. Okay. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> the thing too, nuances of like who's a bad guy, who's a good guy. Like I don't, I wouldn't actually say Emilio's a bad guy, but I no, wouldn't. they're definitely more complicated, right? Like yeah. they, they all it's kind not of. As, there's no villain. He does bad things, but he doesn't make him a bad person. He's made hard choices, and yes. same with Raúl and Gus. Like Raúl basically buys a jacket, a leather oh. jacket, um, because. One of the prizes that Miss Johnson tosses out is that if they do this big poetry assignment, whichever, and they work in groups, whichever group does the best, um, gets to be treated to like a fancy French dinner at the fanciest restaurant in town. And so Raoul basically gets himself a fancy jacket because, as he puts it, he doesn't have anything to wear. And in doing so, he, what he's done is he's asked this guy for a jacket that guy has given it to him and trust that he will pay him within the week and it's like $200 and he doesn't have that kind of money and so that means he's not going to be in school basically is what he tells Miss Johnson and, he, and he's going to get the money somehow and she's like what by stealing and you know that that's pretty much it <laughs> yeah you know you know yes. that's definitely what's going to happen what's going in his head is that yeah because the jacket was probably stolen so he'll probably steal money to pay for said stolen jacket and and it's so funny because she's like why didn't you just get it in a store and it's like oh naive i know white woman i know when she says that as an adult I, like as I a kid i was like why didn't he get why? it in a store <laughs> this johnson makes great, a great point great as an question luann I'm like, Miss Johnson, you have seen his house. Yeah. You have seen his family. What the hell, woman? <laughs> what are you? Th- like, how naive are you? Come exactly, on. Exactly. Yeah, there was definitely that as an adult watching it. Like, her character is very helpful, but also is naive to naive. the point of stupidity at times where you're like, and annoyance. Ah, I don't think that's right. <laughs> like, you're just like, there's no way. 
you are an intelligent woman who has done a great many things in this world and this is your response no um, yeah but like so Raul obviously was not about to do a good thing but I still loved him I was like oh it's fine I can forgive him for wanting to steal some money he's <laughs> Raul I mean he's Raul I forgive him for everything he does it's true um and I did I did as a child watching him I honestly and that I kid could have done anything I mean, and I would have been like totally. yep Totally on board. Raul is the coolest you know person. What? He's charismatic. He is ridiculously charismatic. So, he genuinely and is. He genuinely is a charismatic actor, character, yep. and there's a lot of he. The actor does a good job with what little he's given of being charming, of being tough, but also being very vulnerable at points in the movie. Yep. And I think that's why I loved him as a kid. I loved his vulnerability and I loved the closeness. And I was just like, this kid is the best. Him mm -hmm. and Callie. She'll be the greatest children ever. Like, I was just like, that's who I want totally. to be in school. Mm, yeah. Not, Lisa. A combination um, of the two of them. <laughs> totally. Like a, a combo mm -hmm. of those two. You yeah. Have the charisma of Raul. Sure. And you have the intelligence of Callie. And I think you'd be a superpower <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Let's be oh. honest. Um, okay. Any, anything else that you didn't get her or that um, or favorite scenes? I remember the tambourine. I remember oh, the tambourine man yes. scene. Love that scene. I mm -hmm. will forever know the song tambourine man even though we never listened to bob dylan no i know very, no no i know, I know the tambourine this is man. because of no. this movie yeah i know understand that tambourine I, man's about a drug dealer i those were actually in all honesty those are my favorite parts of the movie as a, Absolutely. As a budding english student them dissecting oh my the god poems, the poetry i was like yes yes tell me more about no do I, not go gentle into that good night i you would got like to, to rage let's talk about <gasps> yeah this. let's talk about rage yeah, no, tambourine for sure. Ooh, mm -hmm. drug dealers you say like mm -hmm. i i loved every Preach. moment of the and i wanted absolutely i wanted to yep. study those poems i'm like so one I day also, i will study these <laughs> yeah like this is high school material absolutely we're gonna learn like imagine my disgust when we hit english and i'm like wait where's bob dylan where's dylan thomas you fool give me dylan thomas come on anyway yeah I what the hell is totally this? completely understand like those mm -hmm. are my favorite i loved them i I wasn't even the budding English student. There was yeah. just something about that. Something about the brilliance of it them also figuring is... out the poem. See, and that's Ugh. that's the thing. That's the magic in these scenes. Also, when they started to feel encouraged by her, it's when they also started understanding that they were smart and that mm -hmm. they were figuring mm -hmm. shit out. And it's and glorious. Like, yeah. And it really, there is something satisfying mm -hmm. when when they do get it like when and even when um so in the so lisa mentioned one of the prizes was this going out for dinner and it's this contest that luann johnson has come up with called the dylan dylan contest where they have mm -hmm. to find a song written by bob dylan that is like a message in dylan thomas yeah because they, they've been studying bob dylan and so they now they know a whole bunch of his poems and they have to find a dylan thomas poem that matches and a talks about the same, yeah, yeah, same thing, same and, motif. And, and same... as Dylan Thomas spoke a lot about death, yeah, <laughs> you know, he, he, he talked a lot about dying a lot. Mm -hmm. So, so anyway, so, um, what I loved is they're in the library and they're figuring it out, mm. and there's the different groups talking about it. And like, there's one group, and like, that obviously one group wins, but there's one group that gets it wrong, but they're talking about, I just loved it. Mm -hmm. God, such a mm -hmm. nerd. I just, I know it was when so... they were in the library, I was like, yes, this is where you this is to be. So great. Way to be studying, way to be yep. talking about these poems. You guys are amazing. <laughs> God, we're such geeks. 
I were know. Goody two shoes students being such so goody two. God, just <laughs> such goody two shoes. Like, come on. I really would like to hear if anyone who isn't a goody two shoes like watch this movie and is like, those were the most boring parts. I'd be like, totally. Fair. Or like, that's not remotely realistic. What students totally. would get that excited about poetry? And you're like, well, none of those students. I'm like, okay. fair. I mean, good, good point. I can't argue that. Totally. So it's just. It's it's like, is this a unique perspective to us? Mm. Or is it just mm. like a movie? I mean, they must have thought it was entertaining enough to put it uh, in no. a film. Clearly, so, and this movie made a ton of money. So wrong? I don't think we're alone. I don't know. A anyway. lot of other people seem to love it too, for but sure. But favorite scenes, well, for sure. one of my the favorite, learning. favorite scenes. <laughs> I love learning. I love learning. Okay. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is when, so we mentioned that um, Raul and Gasmano get, suspended Emilio just ends up in detention because he was defending him like it was two against one so he ends up in detention but the two against one guys they basically end up getting arrested and sent home on suspension and Luann Johnson's response to sort of help because she feels responsible she has sort of helped make the fight a bit worse with some offhand remarks that have sort of fueled the but fire again she's a naive white woman just coming for, in we're coming in and saying shit that you're just like really oh there's that white savior complex bring it on totally. in Totally. Let's let's just have you separate this fight so it comes in later. Um, So she feels she has to help fix it. And what she does is she goes to their houses and meets with their parents. And basically, it's very, I actually love the scene. So you see her go, you don't see her go to all the houses. You see her go to Raul's and it's implied that she does the same for Gusmano and Emilio. But she goes to Raul's house. She meets the parents. She sees their like kids and everything. And it's so sweet. And then the parents send the other brothers and sisters away to sit down and talk. And they're very prepared. They're like, we know he's gotten in a fight. We know that he's, he's going to be punished. He's, he's going to be punished. We promise you that. And her response is, that's not why I'm here. You know, this is school policy that they get sent home, but he didn't really do anything wrong. I'm here because he's a great student. And I wanted to tell you. And what she does then is flips. It's so that he doesn't get in trouble at home. His parents don't beat him up or whatever it is. They're going to do whatever punishments his dad has laid out for him doesn't happen. And instead she kind of papers it over so that Raul isn't in any kind of serious trouble. And instead his parents can be proud of him. And then he feels encouraged to actually participate in class it's brilliant actually quite brilliant um and she does the same for the other two kids as well and so same thing their parents don't get angry at them and punish them instead their parents are pleasantly delighted that their kids who normally get in trouble are actually doing quite well and that scene and that expression on raul's face when he realizes mm -hmm. what she's done it's so cute even as he has like a little smirk like he just scene. it's very sweet he's a great actor i mean he honestly is that i i, I need really to look him up is. and see if he was anything else because damn i love the actor who played raul but he's that so scene good. was like burned in my brain yep. aside from like the poetry ones 100 percent. those are probably the biggest ones that's like the next biggest for me is raul just getting his ass saved and being grateful kind of thing in a very mm-hmm. clever way i appreciated totally. how clever it was yeah it was great um, aside from that, though, like, I mean, there are plenty of other scenes that I love, too. I'm trying to think mm-hmm. if there's anything I didn't understand aside from what you mentioned. But no, I think I think otherwise, like, the, as we said, the plot's pretty straightforward. Um, obviously, the amusement park scene, that's like the first oh, yeah. big reward yep. they get. And they all get and there's like a song playing that I loved. And they're like on the roller coasters and Michelle Pfeiffer's scared. And like, they're all having a great time. And uh, Raul gets put in that spinny machine where after going in, he basically oh, can't yeah. walk and his friend is mocking him. Yeah. 
I like all of that because as a kid I'm like I want to go there where are they <laughs> again like, I was like wait where's my teacher who provides totally. me you're allowed free admission to do to this roller coaster parks <laughs> like come on hello Mom, yes, Dad, please. We need to talk to my school. like really, and then you go out. to you get to high school and you're like wait a minute what a crock this is nothing like <laughs> dangerous minds come on where are the where are the gangster fights and the amusement parks. Totally. It's like, is, we're I was promised. Pauline, you're in yeah. Calgary. You're going to Callaway Park <laughs> if you want an amusement park ride. And, and we, all know, we all know that's not that's a real not classy great. place. Yeah, yeah. That's not the same thing. It's not um, the same. Yeah. So, I mean, like the fight and, and yeah. the Raul scene, like loved. Obviously, when he goes to dinner with Miss Johnson, because he's got his jacket and he's so proud. I loved Raul for that. And he's out of his element. Kind you of just thing. loved I mean, everything about Raul. Honestly, yeah. Let's just assume <laughs> every scene with Raul was Lisa's favorite scene. Every I loved how proud he was of his jacket that he jacket. stole. Honestly, that, bought, I just, that was stolen. I think I might have had a crush on him when I was a kid. Like, oh, for I sure just you did. wanted Raul. Which... To be fair, he's very cute. Yes, <laughs> I mean, he's I cute, and he has all the. Yeah. He is. He's awesome, as we said. He's charismatic, charismatic, emotional, charismatic. vulnerable. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, I get it. Great, I totally great. He's a great catch. Great catch. Hundred um, percent. He really is. I have to from Emilio. That's fine. What's, <laughs> what's funny though? The is bad boy. I, there are certain like, even if they don't speak, the students just like how their hair is, their expressions. I remember them They're all very so vividly. There's a tall yeah. skinny guy who wears a raider's hat yes who i remember thought we thought was hilarious yeah um who deck dances and yeah then... there's there's an african-american teenager who's got bangs that go like hang right oh, over into her yes. eyes yes and she's and got, she's the, got the most beautiful lips and oh my god her lips, lips are beautiful and, just, and big and full oh my god i know I and because yeah. her bangs are over her eyes her lips she's are the like first the focal one. point oh yeah as yes, a kid, I was the first like, one who calls her white bread. And I was like, so she's beautiful. Cool. And I remembered her. I yes. remembered Emilio's girlfriend, what she looks like. Like yep, I remembered totally. so and like all the background, like the one, the couple of white kids. <laughs> totally. The you're like, who's this kid? This Why like the young that, and he looks younger than all of them, because he probably is. Like they're totally. all probably like twenty-five. Yeah, he's, he's probably actually a teenager. He's probably the only sixteen year old. Yeah. And I remember yeah. the one white girl who's got like makeup on her again, very lovely pouty lips and like long, sort of brownish blonde hair. And I, as a kid, I was just like, She's pretty. I you like know that one. The whole right. <laughs> God, girls, little girls are so funny. They're like, She's pretty. I like her. Um <laughs> I like her lips. That's great. Yeah, yeah totally. Her, right but there. it's funny because watching it as an adult, I was like, God, the 90s really did have some amazing makeup, stylist, yeah, style choices. decisions. Like, yeah. I was like, I want yeah. that shirt. I want those pants. <laughs> I want to wear that makeup again. God, where's Oof. that red lip? I need yeah. to bring that back. Yeah. Like, it That's just be very... back. Yeah. Yes. Everything about it, I was like, I love the flowy hair. Anyway, totally. so I was yeah, so, watching it. I was very nostalgic so that for the was 90s. Very, yeah, very nostalgic for the 90s. I loved it. It was so funny because our mom, so I was watching it with her. Oh, yeah. And Michelle Pfeiffer's character eats a, throughout the whole movie. She's constantly eating junk food. And it's because obviously, she was actually pregnant. And it was the studio's way of sort of showing that, though, if, if you happen to notice she had like a little bit of weight on her it was due to all that's the snacking. Why. She but also they, was like, carrying like boxes in front of her all the yeah, time. Yeah, in front of her and she wears and why. super baggy outfits and stuff. Which is also really funny that they make mm -hmm. the pregnant woman carry things. I'm like, oh, it's probably the opposite thing I she'd be doing, but that's fine. I that's an empty box. <laughs> that's an empty box and she's just <laughs> acting like it's heavy. Anyway, go on. What were you going to say about Totally. Mom? But mom's response was, it was the most random thing. So like we're halfway through the movie and suddenly she's like, I can't 
I can't take her seriously. And I'm like, what? And she's like, she keeps eating. She's eating all this food. I've never seen a teacher because our mom used to work as a teacher's aide in high school. She's like, no teachers eat like that. I'm like, mom, you can't make a blanket statement like that. She's like, no, how can I possibly take, I can't take her seriously. She's constantly snacking. Like just who, what teacher would do this? And I'm like, what is happening? Right yeah. Now? That's why you can't take it seriously. Not the yeah. fact that she knows nothing about teaching mom totally, or not the fact totally. that she like is super unrelatable to the children and drives yeah, no, them. hundred percent. Your issue is that she's that eating she Cheetos. Snacking all the time. Like that just cracked. I started laughing and she's like, are you writing that down? And I was like, yeah. You're like, absolutely, mom. This is pure gold. This, this is, is what the people want. This is what I want. I'm like, I never know what you're going to say until you say it. And that one or why you're, why you're disregarding someone. I'm like, well, that's an interesting choice. I mean, it I was so interesting. I was like, reasons, really, but... just for snacking. I'm like, okay. She also is like, she's like, what terrible clothes? Who dressed her? Like, <laughs> okay. You're being very judgmental. I'm Michelle Pfeiffer right now for reasons that don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny and it was funny because i actually watching her looking at her clothes i'm like they seem really i love 90s. them actually, actually that's really funny her outfits. Like, they look super comfortable they look they're so uh, loose and flowy yes. i was like her outfits are great and then mom just is like oh whoever dressed her and i'm like What's wrong with her that's clothes? hilarious because i think for most of the movie i was like that's a great blazer i love that I sweater what a cute skirt leggings what a great the, pair of boots oh, oh man so yeah the so, boots with the longer skirt i was yes. like yes please I'm like, let's bring this look back i'm like can i oh. wear cowboy boots and not look like an idiot and then the answer is totally. no but that's fine no. i'll the accept no, it unfortunately she looks great it's okay i definitely look like an imposter but that's fine yeah, so that was just an added element while watching the movies. That That's was area hilarious. that I would just come out of nowhere and I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess this is what... Mom's just comment. random commentary. Is <laughs> some of my favorite commentary. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. It's some oh, of my no, favorite commentary. The, I would say that that's the best commentary, but yeah. it's just that it's... It, you're just like, you don't know what you're getting. You really totally. don't. It, life totally. is like a box of chocolates, you know? You never know what you're going to get, for sure, for sure. Anywho. Um, and then the other, let's see. So obviously it has a tragic moment in the movie. So spoilers, obviously this was also quite memorable. So Emilio ends up getting on the wrong side of a fellow student who's just come out of jail. and Who is also on crack. Who is also on crack. This. He's a crackhead. And he believes that Emilio has stolen his girl and so is going to kill him. And uh, Emilio doesn't want to go for help. And it's his girlfriend who basically asked Miss Johnson to help. And so she brings him to her house for the evening to sort of protect him and then comes up with a solution where uh, he just goes to the principal and tells the principal about the, the student's drug problems, not anything else. And then he'll be sent to juvie and rehabilitation, basically. And by the time he gets out of rehabilitation, ideally, he would not want to kill Emilio anymore. Like, that's her plan. It's a pretty and good, I mean, it's a it's relatively good plan. Relatively I mean, good plan with the terrible. limited resources she's got going on. And so, the fact that he won't snitch. He, yeah, because, he mean, won't snitch, he won't go to the police, nothing. So obviously, like, right. you know, next best Your thing. hands are a little tied. However, unfortunately, when he goes to go to the principal, the principal sends mm. him away because he doesn't, um, the principal's very finicky about rules and politeness, and he expects everyone to knock before they enter his office, and Emilio apparently didn't. And so the principal sent him away as like a repercussion. And Emilio ends up being shot and killed by the crackhead off screen. You just know he's missing. Um, everyone's freaking out. Everyone's worried. And then they're informed. Miss Johnson's informed they found by the vice his principal body. that they found his body. And it's the most tragic thing. And as a kid, I was heartbroken. It's pretty devastating. And I was, I remember what's so funny is when the principal first came on screen. 
my mm-hmm. gut reaction was, I hate you so much. A hundred percent. Because what's what's very clever in the movie, what they do is there's a scene where Luann Johnson is going in to talk to him and the vice principal and she doesn't knock. And so it's just like this thing. She goes in and he's like, basically like, whoa, you he didn't knock. Her, totally. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And then like she, he makes her feel like you need to knock. And she's like, got it. So you know it's a thing with him already. And so, you, whole, so it's already established. Yeah, it's already established. But his demeanor is, is very, very condescending. Condescending and quiet and precise. <laughs> I like how you say No, like, it is. It's a it bad is something thing, but very, it is. But it's how he does it. It's this very controlled condescension and intensity that is off-putting as hell. It's, it is. It's off-putting. You know what it is? It's because it's it's establishing dominance mm-hmm. by intentionally being quieter and more, like, pulled away. So it forces mm-hmm. the other people to, like, draw themselves closer to him. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense? And I find oh, it's totally. very annoying. But I it's also feel super like... Annoying. We're probably more annoyed by it because that's literally the opposite. And if that was someone I was talking to, I'd be like, listen, you, you better fucking participate in this conversation better. Because I don't like this at all. Totally. This so, is very frustrating. As I'm a, so, so, 100% biased. Totally. This is not a, well, and knowing, because we rewatched this movie so much, right? So we knew the ending. So when yeah. you rewatch the movie, knowing the ending you hate him all you don't over like again. him like you, yeah, like cause when you first meet him i was kind of like i think the first time i met him he's like yeah, i just seems i don't know if I'm a regular like him, dude but he seems like an okay he's like a principal whatever I, and i was just gonna say he's a principal he's got stupid rules that you gotta follow but yeah he's yeah principal he's, he's, and you he's a principal he's gotta have control principals just have control and blah, then after blah. the amelia incident i'm like oh he is oh no 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 this <laughs> no, man is sir. awful I yeah. shall never forgive you. And so I hated him ever since. So it was so of funny because as soon as he came on screen, I was like, gut reaction of him. The bastard. Well, <laughs> kept watching. it's so true. But then, okay, so not that we're at the quotes yet, but I do mm-hmm. want to talk about it because I know that we will both want to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Go so for it. That Go for scene it. where the vice principal then ha- pulls Luann Johnson yes. out of the classroom to tell her they found Emilio's body. They found Emilio. And she's like, is he dead? She said, yes. And she's like, are you going to tell them now? And she said, yes. And she's like, do you think that's a good idea? And she's like, yes. And she's like, yeah, you know, just telling them, you know. Maybe this will be a good opportunity. She's talking about, like, philosophical bullshit. Like, this will be a good opportunity to, like, talk to them about death and, you know, like, reasons, you know, and everything else. And, 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 yeah. Yeah. And like the stupid bullshit. And Johnson's response is basically, like. No, go ahead and say it. Say the quote. Say the well, quote. see, but I didn't write it. D- oh, 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 wait. No, I got it. You, I've got it if you don't. Yeah, no, yeah. you got it. Say it. You say it. Okay. What do you want me to say? That if you want to stay alive, like if you don't want to die, remember to knock. And then the vice principal is like, that's not fair. And She's Michelle like, Pfeiffer says, what is? What is? And goes back into the classroom and you're like, fucking yes. Yes. Absolutely right. Oh, yeah. And 100%. the tone and the disdain for when she said it. She's like, what do you want me to say? That if you wanted, if you don't want to die, remember to knock. Like you're just like, uh huh. It's so straight, woman. Good. As a child, like, I was like, yeah, yes, yeah. Everything yeah, about yeah. that line, loved it. The delivery was great. It was mm-hmm. exactly what you'd want to say. Totally. Oh, anyway, it's very satisfying. So that line is mm-hmm. one of the best lines in the movie, in my in my opinion, because <laughs> it's just so fucking mm-hmm. satisfying. Because you're so mad at the principal for sending Emilio away because he didn't knock, and then he ends up and dying. And it was super and important, very... and it's his like you know, if he had just Ugh. listened, he would have saved Emilio's life. Like yeah, it's so that you definitely is a very intense 
it was such an intense scene as a kid, such an emotional one. And of course, it's what, you know, sort of pushes Luann over over the edge. And so she's considering not coming back as a teacher. And so then more emotions come up as you're watching. You're just like, no, she can't not teach. They all love her. It's um, true. It's and true. It's, and I will say when we were watching it, mom was crying at the end of the movie. She had little <gasps> tears. She's wiping them away. And I was like, oh. That's so that's cute. Especially yeah. since she didn't like anything about I know. Michelle. I was, I was actually kind of like, and she's like, she's like, that's a good ending. She's like, okay. And afterwards I asked her what she thought of it. And she's like, it was okay. And I'm like, you cried at the end. <laughs> yeah, like, don't undersell it. <laughs> totally. She's like, it was a bit uneven. Couple of seats were a little it slower. It was a bit and, uh, uneven. Like, but it was, it was good. And I was like, interesting. <laughs> I love that. That's uh-huh. awesome. I mean, yeah, that's there. A movie can be yeah. uneven and can still make you cry. That's and true. And can still make that's you cry. True. Totally. It, it still pulls the heartstrings. But it was just entertaining. I was, I was yeah. enjoying all of that. That is enjoyable. Um, I'm trying to think any okay. other scenes that you want to talk about before we move. I mean, along. I think we covered a lot of. Them. We covered like, a we lot. We basically of them. covered the yeah. entire movie, the whole movie, and and we'll come up more in quotes and yeah. stuff. So why don't we pivot then? Let's pivot. talk about um, the Bechtel test, Pauline. So mm-hmm. would you like to refresh everyone on the Bechtel test and tell us if this movie passes? Would I? Mm-hmm. Yes. Would I? Okay. Peg, Peg leg. leg. Okay. Anyway, so uh, oh, the Bechtel test, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, is it's uh, a very basic test mm. done in movies to determine whether or not the female characters in any given film uh, have any sort of um, quality or depth or uh, lines is usually mm-hmm. a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really easy to Our pass names. and most movies <laughs> fail it uh, quite substantially. So the three yes. rules are two named female characters who talk to each other mm-hmm. about something other than a man or men. Yep. Um, this movie is very pleasant in the sense that it passes between the yes. very first exchange between Lou Ann Johnson and the vice principal named Carla Nichols yep. about the job and mm-hmm. hiring her. And that literally, I was like, it passed. I know. Huzzah. I'm like, I don't have to pay attention for the rest of the movie. It's even done. though it passes multiple times. Multiple times. The multiple times movie. it passes. Because then like Michelle Fiverr's character talks to um, Callie, Callie yeah, at the grocery store yeah. about being pregnant. And, and well, then like, and they discuss like schoolwork. Schoolwork. Like, all kinds of stuff yeah totally yeah. like there's she's talking literally to students about about mm. school work so yeah. i mean that's gonna yeah. happen but yeah no right off the bat it passes like, yes. fucking a. i was like the... wahoo done, done and, and done. done oh shit we said Way that to... in sync what it's like we're related or something mm. um, okay so it does pass the Bechdel test. So excellent. So pleasantly. what about for offensiveness, Pauline? I literally just wrote, I don't know. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, oh boy. All right. So guys, I... again, we are middle class white girls uh, who are Canadian. Um, I would actually even argue upper middle class. I mean, upper like, middle class. Like it's we, a moot we, point, but it doesn't. Regardless, we we have uh, no shared experience. Nothing at all. I have nothing depicted in this. Nothing film. in common with anyone coming so from the rough I, streets of a Southern California I neighborhood. Like, I mean, as a colored person, what I just, can I, tell you is nope. that language in this film, they they use a lot of terminologies like um, so they say like bitch and puta which is um spanish for bitch and a whole bunch of other like they they use the phrase like essay and a bunch of others and a part of me is like i don't know yeah are they like, using it right is are this, they using it yeah, wrong i don't know <laughs> he looks I mean, like he is latino but maybe he's not like i was just like i don't know anything i yeah. this was one where i mean obviously we talk about how there's the white savior trope it is right. in this movie that is prevalent s- throughout which 
is already like acknowledged by them even when she comes in and she's totally. white bread. They like, make a they even point of acknowledging it? it. What I will say is, I uh, so I mentioned um, so Emilio dies in the film. In real life, Emilio did not die. He didn't die. I did learn. I learned that no. too. Yeah. He didn't die. He actually lived to have. A, he's he's married. Uh, he had some kids. Served in the military. Like yep. interesting choice. He did guys. fine. So, they but I get it. Created a situation dramatics for the film. Now again, is it a stereotype that i'm like i don't know i don't know how to touch this one so mm. whew, guys so we don't know we, we don't I, know this is one I, of those ones where we're gonna have to leave it pretty blank um because i genuinely i'm not know. sure i don't my my opinion is it doesn't seem i don't feel like anyone's a caricature i feel like there's a there's anyone, no um they went out of their stereotype, way to be stereotypical uh, or offensive but again I don't I'm know. Not, I'm also, I can't say that with 100% certainty I know. either. I really don't feel confident. And, I don't feel and... confident in any of it. And I mean, then you've also got the fact that there's a lot of interactions with a teacher and her underage students that if Isn't... she were a male teacher. It'd be weird. And she took yeah, a female student to dinner. Mm-hmm. That would not look good, shall no. we say. No. So when you reverse the genders, I'm sorry, it also doesn't look good. You have to have no. that equal playing field. So... No, no, yeah, no. And even um, her behavior yeah. as like literally a teacher who's bribing, bribing students. Totally, like, like she's, also she's going. There's a there's boundaries that she is definitely um, crossing, in, as and an not even, figure. but not yeah. even establishing. Like mm-hmm. she's just totally disregarding any sort of authority that she should have. But even though well, she has it, and so and there's an element of like. Totally. That's not and cool either. And it's poor teaching, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, it's not great. If you're if you're bribing your students, you're not actually really teaching them that well. It's you're true. not you're not doing this proper. And as Pauline mentioned in the trivia episode, the actual teacher taught them through rap lyrics. They whitened the hell out of that with Bob Dylan with Bob and Dylan. Dylan Thomas. So yeah. that is something to take into consideration too. Yeah, that's some whitewashing for sure. So there's some whitewashing there. Um, so just be aware that this is a very Hollywood white depiction shall we say from a hollywood white perspective yes. is what i should say um for the subject matter in the film yeah there we go catering That's to a largely audience. white audience yeah. i think yeah. is the it's probably make every white person feel good about themselves totally and totally helping there. underprivileged children it's great underprivileged it's children. Good. so again no clue guys but um that's all to be aware of all to understand that this is a very complicated uh, yeah there's a lot aspect. of layers mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to the mm-hmm. different backgrounds and cultures of literally every person in this movie so totally so, and it's I'm a sure, short film and i'm sure it's offensive i'm <laughs> sure what, it is and to be honest like mm, we we've only mentioned like there it's a classroom of students we only know three characters three names. four characters names yeah. they don't take time to character develop most of them even the ones we do know their names of their character development is still kind of minimal there's yeah they don't take a lot of time to really be in depth with them it's very surface actually that's funny so, i said yeah. i have a write down so the, this is segueing mm. into a different question of does it hold up but i wrote down next to it literally it's lacking in a timeline quite mm-hmm. rushed in character development totally. is what i wrote so it's it like is. yeah 100 percent. it's it's at a the very, end they all it's love a her short and you're movie. like yeah, Do it's a short her? movie. I didn't see that happen. Yeah, Should it it's... have happened? I don't know. But does it feel well, good? Does mom cry? Sure, it's great. Absolutely. But... It's a very feel-good ending, but it's it's not an earned feel-good ending, yeah. really, for mm. what is on the screen. And for um, the yeah. heaviness of the subject matter. Totally. For the, for yeah. the weight and the gravitas, like, 
this woman, Luann Johnson, a real person, wrote a fucking book. She wrote a thing uh, that talks about her struggles teaching. She's wrote, if you didn't listen to the trivia, so you should go back and listen to it. But she also wrote other books. Like, this was big enough that she wrote a, essentially a collection of stories on mm-hmm. what happened and what it was like to teach. And it's like, that's a big deal. And I feel like Hollywood took it and was like, great, we're just going to take little snippets. Yeah, we're just going to take little we're gonna snippets. Make it life, work we're going to change it How we want it to be. And yep. it's like, that's fine because that's what Hollywood does. And there's, I'm not saying it's fine, mm-hmm. but it's like, that's what is. Is it's, how it's it not goes. A surprise. It is not a surprise, shall we say? But yeah. yeah, like they, if it's true that the students really did appreciate her as a teacher, you definitely miss a few steps in the mm. retelling of the story through this movie. I totally. I would. I would 100% agree. Well, let's let's pivot then again, uh, Pauline. So yeah, uh, let's Lisa. Good how call. would you rate this movie out of ten? Mm. Do you think it holds up? Who would you recommend it to? What are your feelings for reviewing it, Pauline? Oh, it's tough. Because mm-hmm. I got to say, nostalgia really yeah. blinded me on this one. Like, I, ooh, I so need much. everyone to know that this was very nostalgic for me. Everything mm-hmm. about this movie, you and I, I really need to emphasize to everybody, we fucking loved we adored this, movie. this movie. We adored this movie as children. We, we adored it so fucking much. We loved it. I loved so much about Michelle mm-hmm. Pfeiffer. Like, I loved everything about the students. Like, everything about the dynamic at the end when she's trying to quit and then they won't mm-hmm. let her. And, and they all rage against the dying they, of light. They tell like, her that they need oh, her, that she's their oh, light. Like, you just yes. like, oh, salute me. Yes. As a child, 100%. Oh. It's very easy to digest. It's very easy to understand. Yep. It's very emotional. There's a reason it's easy for kids to latch on to and understand mm-hmm. obviously now with our days of age it's probably something you want to be a bit more understanding of and yep. gonna have some difficult conversations as a result but as two little girls yeah we adored this movie. Oh, we adored so it in the 90s i really think it is impacting my judgment on this movie <laughs> like when it comes to the offensive question i feel like i need a better answer than i don't know because yeah. i i I feel like the answer is yes, but I can't tell you when and where, and that's. I can't tell you everything about why. Why it would be. My nostalgia. I'm with you. My nostalgic uh, goggles are so firmly pressed over my eyes yes. that my brain, my logical mm-hmm. brain, is like, "This is probably stereotyped. This is probably <laughs> totally. offensive. This is probably not how students actually are. There are way more layers and complications yeah. and understanding. But <laughs> damn it, I can't tell you what they are because again. Also, I don't have the experience to. I don't have the authority to. I, I totally. don't feel confident to be able to I be don't like, have the lived experience to of be knowing. like, this is wrong and here's why. And here's All I can why. tell you oh, is God. it so most true. likely is. Yeah, totally. And I'm just a dumb white girl who's enjoying the movie anyways. Totally. That is 100% how yeah. I feel about this movie. So <laughs> I really, I really don't have God. the answer. Oh, I, and I'm like, this, does this movie show that I'm a bad person? I know. Am I terrible? <laughs> God, am I? Oh, uh, am I? Oh. Should I be farther ahead in my, you know, understanding cultural of understand? God, yes. I feel like the answer is yes to that question, but yeah. I don't fucking hundred percent, hundred percent. I should be. So, but am I? No. <laughs> I'm emotionally torn in this movie. I would yes. say this is probably the most emotionally torn I've been in the movie. I uh, about- would concur. I would concur. Yeah. Uh, same so thing. it's like, yeah. Okay. So let's break down this question because there's so many parts to it. Does it hold up? I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like the answer is no, but if I I can't tell you why. 
Um, we'll tell the general public, no, it doesn't hold up. Um, would I recommend it? Yes. But if you saw it when you were a kid, uh, based on uh, what Lisa and I are describing and you loved it, you're going to still love this movie. <laughs> I got to say, it's still very good. Unless you're more woke than Lisa and I are. And you, yep. and you which are case, like, props. Bravo. Way to be more woke. Send us an email and tell yes. us why. And explain so why so learn, we can learn. Because I want to know. Yes. Um, yes. But the reality is I thoroughly enjoyed watching mm-hmm. it. Um, I really liked the characters. I did like the story. It is cheesy. cheesy it is yeah, lacking in... In its character development, as we've already established, the timeline is rushed. I mean, there's so much more depth that could have been had with so many more students. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it, could have, it could have been done better. Is it a perfect movie? Absolutely not. I'm very aware of that one. Um, but is it a movie that, you know, is exactly what I wanted it to be? <laughs> 100%. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. It's exactly what I remembered it being. All the things I loved about it, I still love. Oh, so it's really hard. So, what I recommend it to anyone who didn't see it prior, I'm hesitant. I'm going to say no because it's probably not great. Although, I mean, I watched it with Cam. Cam didn't hold the nostalgia for it that I had. Mm. And he was like, that's a decent movie. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Cam's also a middle-aged white man in Canada. <laughs> and he's upper middle class as well. So um, is he a different perspective? Not really. I mm. mean, not mm. a ton different. I'm dawdling because I don't have a good answer to the question, to be honest. I don't want to give an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Does it hold up? Probably not. <laughs> there you go. Would I recommend it? Yeah. Only if you already saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, Out of ten, go off. Your I'm going to say go off your gut. Six. I'm going to mm. say a six. Mm. I enjoyed mm. it. I I won't deny it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved watching it. I loved watching almost every minute of it. Michelle Pfeiffer's character annoyed me because she's very naive and it's annoying. And there's an mm-hmm. element of like mm-hmm. reality that was lacking and a lacking in character development with the other characters and a genuine concern for how realistic the depiction was of everybody. However, I liked it. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. reluctantly, it's a six. Whew. Okay. You did it's it. Out. You did it. Woo. You I did, did it. it. Good job. Good job. Thank I'm so you. proud of you. I'm so Thank proud of you. you. I know what a struggle that was. That well was done. hard. It well was done. really hard. Thank you. I appreciate yeah. you acknowledging yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. I will acknowledge Lisa? that hundred percent. Um, okay. Lit so- on me. Same thing, like really same thing. This is a difficult one to watch in the sense that my logical brain was aware that this is a flawed movie. The pacing is off. The character development, as you said, is lacking. Luann Johnson, now that I'm an adult, some of the shit she says, I'm like, oh, for the love of God, mm-hmm. you don't hear You're yourself. You're smarter than that. You don't Luan. hear what you've just said out loud. Okay. Um, so when those moments happened, I was very like, oh no. But then when the teaching of poetry happened, Lisa went right back to, damn, I love this movie. Um, so I'm with you. A lot of nostalgia, a lot of uncomfortableness for my knowledge that I genuinely have no compass to be, like my compass. I was like, I can't find North. I can't find North. <laughs> Is this offensive or not? Lisa can't tell. Um, oh, so, so true. It's so, so true. Oh my God, so, it's so true. 100% with what Pauline said. If you saw it growing up, you will probably still 
love it. Most likely. And even if you don't love it, you probably will still have a lot of nostalgia for it mm-hmm. and certain scenes and everything else. Other than someone who grew up watching it, I probably wouldn't recommend it either. It's while I, I enjoy Michelle Pfeiffer's performance and I enjoy a lot of the, the young actors' performances, I just don't see you loving it. You're, mm. I, I just would be surprised if anyone yeah. walked away going, I loved it. They might say it was okay. Or they might say that was offensive. And then again, email us. Tell us. Tell us. We want to really, know. We genuinely want to know. We really um, do. What's wrong with that? Uh, especially our our friends in the States, uh, as this is in your country. <laughs> your sure. Do you have any shared knowledge of that? Please. Anyone in California who's listening to us. Anyone I mean, in California listening, please tell us. Um, yeah, you get it. But yeah, otherwise, no, I'm, I'm really not recommending it outright as like a yes, this is a guarantee recommendation. It's really just if you've seen it's it. It's not already. Jurassic Park, everybody. It's not it Jurassic is not Park. Jurassic Park. It is, uh, but as we said earlier, go listen to the song by all means. Check out Great Julio's song. song. Great watch music, the music video. video. Enjoy the hell out of that. It is mm-hmm. fantastic. It's um, iconic. It's such so a good song. It held up for me for nostalgia, 100%. Other than nostalgia, no. It it didn't really. There's mm. too much rushing. There's too many, as you said, the timeline and is huge. So... I genuinely didn't know how much time passed between totally. things. Sometimes I'm like, wait, when is this? And I'm like, um, how do they love her so quickly now? So and quickly. Like, there's also, such, and all it took was Emilio respect, and they were like, we love her now. And I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. Also, <laughs> she's don't. so meddling. I found yes. her so meddling. Like I was like, In stop. Every aspect of their lives. This is not your call or uh, your problem, you woman. Are like the go white away. savior trope totally so, yeah no, 100% so like all of that so mm. my rating out of 10 taking into my love of raul mm. and michelle pfeiffer um it also gets a six from me but guys <gasps> good i was worried you'd be like a two is, and it was like th- oh no, god lisa's more no, woke than me there's there's too <laughs> much nostalgia Unlike the outsiders, where there was no nostalgia, and they were really was. rated at three. Yeah, um, this one, I have so fucking much nostalgia. Mm-hmm. That six to me, mm-hmm. again, the logical part of my brain is like, is it a six? And the nostalgia to me is like, yes, it is because I love it. it. Is. Um, yeah, it's but, probably closer yes. to a four. I mean, uh, yeah, actually, yeah. I think, I think if the nostalgia goggles were taken off, <sighs> it's probably a four. four. It I mean, would be a four with yeah. nostalgia goggles on. It's a six. Your reward now is mm, quotes, quotes, Pauline. Let's do okay. it. Let's she walks in. Fun. She yes. walks into the room. None of them listen to her. She gets remarkably disrespected. She writes Emilio's name on the board <laughs> because he is super offensive. And then yes. they all laugh at her and she leaves the room. And she slams the door to Hal. If you recall, he's our favorite teacher. Slams the door to his classroom so he yes. goes out to see her in the hallway. <laughs> Which great. It's, she doesn't even say a fucking word. And I was like, I want to do that. I'm mad. I know. And then right? someone just comes out to see me and it's like, hey, you slammed that door. Want to talk? I'm like, yeah, you think? Uh, but her words are, who are these kids? Rejects from hell? And I'm like, that's a satisfying line. So I like that line a lot. Mm. Okay, Lisa? I like it. I like the hyper. And the scene. And the scene yeah. is the great. The scene is great. She's very upset. She's obviously great. offended. And then she goes in her closet and calls them all right, you little bastards. And then. <laughs> wears cool clothes the next day and is a badass military bitch. Anyway, okay, Lisa, uh, your turn. <laughs> um, uh, it's so hard to choose, but actually, I am going to say when it is an Amelia line because I remember it stayed in our heads. Mm. I don't agree with what he says, but it is a memorable line. Okay. And it's when there she wants to know what happened to the previous teacher. Mm. And all the students get up to <laughs> yeah. tell her. And Raul went... 
Ah, Emilio Ader. And that's, Emilio's yeah. response is, that's bullshit. That bitch was too ugly to eat. <laughs> Fed her to my dogs. But I'd eat you. And it's mm. fucking offensive and awful. But damn, we remembered the line. <laughs> we did. We did. And I think it honestly, like, it is. And it was such an impression of, who Ooh. are these kids? And how do you talk to a teacher that way? And then when she asks if they're rejects from hell, you're yeah. like, I you're understand. Like, yeah. And so I figure Great I figured question. I need to put that line in so that yours yeah. had the big impact. Because, yeah, if a teenager said that to me. Oh, like, my God. My God. Kid. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and Lisa no. gets arrested for assault. Um, yeah. <laughs> Legit. <laughs> Physical right. assault, everyone. Physical, Physical assault. assault. Physical assault, obviously. Um, All right. Um, your your turn. What's your next one? Um, okay, so the next one is actually it's another Emilio line. So this Ooh. is when um Michelle Pfeiffer's character is meddling again. And yes. so as per for the entire movie. But um so we already mentioned that Gusmaro and Raul get into a fight with Emilio, and afterwards the Gusmaro and Raul get arrested and sent home on suspension, which to mm-hmm. me personally isn't fair. But anyway, uh, Emilio gets detention and he's stuck at the school and uh, Luann Johnson comes in to talk to him. For some reason, she's just allowed to go wherever she wants. And mm-hmm. so she goes in to talk totally. to him and she's trying to help him and talk. You, you think you're tough and all this bullshit or whatever. And he just kind of puts her in her place a little bit. And it, I, it's satisfying because he just says, what, you're going to psychologize me now? Yeah. Well, come from a broken home and we're poor and then mm-hmm. they go on to this like other discussion and he's like you gonna get me off the streets well forget it you gonna save me from my life and what's great about that line mm-hmm. is one it's kind of like a fuck you because she's trying to save him and he's like there's nothing to save mm-hmm. but you gonna save me from my life when she holds him in her house to mm-hmm. hide him from the crackhead who wants to kill mm-hmm. him. She says to him, you once asked me how I was going to save you from your life. This is how. This moment. Mm-hmm. And it's really powerful. And in a sa- and powerful mm-hmm. from a white savior standpoint. 100%. Yes. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's just, it's this moment of where it comes back and their relationship you just kind of, I don't know, it's very mm-hmm. emotional. It especially is. Um, knowing... And especially, well, and seeing Emilio, who's so tough with, like, teary eyes and, like, kind of realizing. like, And because yeah, he knows she's right. Yeah. Like, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, he knows that this is really his only option. Because he even says, no, I can't rat on him. And she's yeah. like, oh, right. Kill, Kill him. him. That's, That's better. better. And you're like, she's not wrong. Like, I know totally. it's not as cut and dry as that. But she's not wrong. <laughs> it's a very true line. So anyway, I really like his line when mm-hmm. he's kind of like, listen, lady, you don't know anything about me. Fuck yeah, you, basically. Okay. 100%. Um, one of the ones I love, it's going to be in the teaching moments because damn, oh. I love the teaching moments. And it's mm-hmm. when she's teaching them, she's going to teach them a poem and, and one of them asks, what's the reward for it? And she says, learning. And they're all like, <laughs> oh, because it's the first time she hasn't bribed them. Uh-huh. And she explains that it's like uh, the brain's a muscle and you have to work it out. Oh my God, I that, wrote this line down to you. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, go on. And she says, and, there, and and she explains that if you work out a muscle, you know, then you'll just be that much stronger. And of course, one of the kids is like, that's what these poems are supposed to do. And she's like, yeah, try it. You're just sitting here anyway. If at the end of the year, you're not faster, stronger, and smarter, you will have lost nothing. But if you are, 
you'll be that much tougher to knock down. And damn, great line. That like, well, as a kid, I was like, "This is why learning is amazing." <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you're just sitting there anyway. You're sitting there anyway. You might as well learn. And what helped was Raúl is listening intently. Oh, Raúl is course. like, "I will listen to everything you say." And he is like, "She's right. She's right, hundred percent." And so, as a child, I'm like, "Not only is what she's saying making perfect sense, but Raúl knows it too." And so, therefore. <laughs> So obviously, this is a profound <laughs> but lesson. But I genuinely love that lesson because I but think it's, it's 100% accurate. It is. And I, I have definitely taken it to heart. And because she life. even says, though, just try it. You're sitting here anyway. And mm-hmm. it's, like the, it's like you're in the room regardless. What, you could waste your time or you could just do the thing that you're here and to do. And then find out if you're actually smarter as a result. And you've lost like, nothing yeah. if you mm-hmm. aren't. If you aren't, whatever. It doesn't matter. Oh, it's so true. It's such a good line. I, I love really that line so much. It's one of my favorites. Okay, what's your next um, one? One of my lines is from Raul. Yes. So um, it's when they go out to dinner because that was the reward. And it ends <laughs> up just being Luann and Raul at dinner, even though it was supposed to be three other, two other kids because they w- were the group that won the Dylan. And Dylan contest. And the other two kids had to work. They just so couldn't they were unable make it. to come. Yeah. Because so, obviously they're working jobs because their families don't have a lot of money. Yes. Yeah. And so they're at dinner and he is explaining to her how he got the jacket and why he wants to skip school for the rest of the week and why she can't come to his house when he doesn't come to school. And she's like, Well, mm. you're gonna have to tell me why. And he explains he's gotta make money to pay for the jacket that he's wearing. And she says that she'll loan him the money. And he <laughs> says, I can't take your money. Teachers are poor. Everybody knows that. <laughs> and I remember that line from a childhood because I was like, are teachers poor? <laughs> uh, and I Does later on, everybody like, know that? Like, I don't know that, that teachers are poor. Well, and later when she's just like, all right, I'm going to lend you the money. And he's, he's agreeing to because she's laid out his options are very poor. And then she's like, but I, uh, I have a condition. And he's like, oh, a big one? And she's like, huge. And he's like, what do you want? Interest? <laughs> Uh, and then she's like bigger and he's like oh shit what is yeah he looks terrified she's like you gotta pay me back on the day you graduate he's like what if Mm -hmm. i don't graduate and she's like well then you'll never pay me back but i know that that you're a man of your word so you're gonna graduate and i'm like that's fucking brilliant Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. genius yeah, um, but yeah, no, awesome. that's one of my favorite yeah. lines. It's that's so such good. a good line. I love it's that so line good. too. Everybody oh, right. knows that. Everybody teachers knows are that. poor. Teachers are poor. And you're like, just does I love that. There you go. That? You learned that as a kid. Teachers don't make a lot of money. Teachers <laughs> don't make a lot of money. And even in her salary is twenty six thousand dollars a year, and it's like, yeah, she's not making a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's, she's not, not making money. <laughs> the money ain't that good. She tells that to one of the students or whatever. And it's yeah, like, when she's it's like, why do you true. care? You're just in it for the money. And she's like, because I'm making my business to care. And honey, the money ain't that good. And you're and like, it's like mm-hmm. accurate. It's true. Accurate. 100%. She's only making 26 grand. I know. She's not making a she's lot. She's not making a lot. No. Even in oh the 90s. God. It's not a lot. Okay. Um, so it's when the students are looking for the Dylan Dylan contest poems and they're in the library and there's that other group and it's the guy who wears the Raiders baseball cap oh. and he's reading a poem by Dylan Thomas and it's about a sniper killing someone and like the brains out of his head. <laughs> yes. Like it's like the most visually intense poem uh. <laughs> and it's revolting and wonderful. And his other, his fellow classmates on his, his group is like, yeah, but, but that doesn't mean the same thing like as as the poem we're studying and he's trying to point out that it's the wrong one and the other guy looks at me he's like 
now you're some sort of poetic critic. He's <laughs> <laughs> like annoyed. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> and, just, and it also made me think of school when you were trapped in a group where one person was like, no, this is the road. You're like, no, it's not. How do I tell you you're doing it wrong? <laughs> How do I tell you you're doing it wrong? But also like keep you engaged so you'll totally. keep doing I the project. Keep doing work. Because I, I also do this by don't want to do it. Yeah, don't. <laughs> So everything about that I related strongly. Uh, totally. To watching it. All right. All uh, right. What's uh do you want to do well, how, how are we doing? Um, do I've, I've got more. Yes. Um yeah, yeah. but uh one of them one of them actually was one that kind of hit me. Mm. It hits me more as an adult, you know, knowing more things than when I was a child. Mm-hmm. But it's so there are two students who are two brothers, two twins. Darrell, oh, yes. Darrell and I can't think of his brother's name. Oh, I can't remember either, but I know which one you mean. Okay, so there's two twin boys in the classroom, and they're participating, they're enjoying it, what have you, and then they stop showing up to school. Mm -hmm. And obviously, Luann Johnson is very concerned about this, so she goes to their house to see if they're coming there, and she's like, just come in here to see if you forgot how to get to school, is basically what she says to them, and they don't really get to say anything because then their mom comes out, and tells them to go inside and clean up the pigsty of the room that mm-hmm. is theirs. So they go in. And basically you learn through the exchange that she's pulled them out of school. Because all the reading and writing of poems that she's teaching isn't going to do them mm-hmm. any good. And she basically gives a fuck you to Luann and says, go find yourself some other poor boys to save. And it mm. was very, like, truthful. It's very honest. Mm-hmm. Is poetry saving them from the streets? Is it saving them from any of the shit that they've got to do? Mm-hmm. They need to make money, et cetera, et cetera. And it was just like, as a kid, I remember I didn't like her. <laughs> I remember being mm-hmm. like, this lady's mean. Totally. But as an adult, there's something about it that I'm like, I think that's a more realistic response from a lot of the parents, Mm -hmm. given the circumstances. And -hmm. I just thought it was a very, like, that's one of the lines that I'm like, I think that's, I feel like it's pretty real. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. White middle class poly. I'm like, is that real? I don't know. Is it offensive? Probably. Tell me, someone tell me, let me learn. But that was a line that I was like, that kind of hit me Mm -hmm. watching it. I just was like, yeah, you just got that white savior complex. It's Mm -hmm. not your job to go back to their house. I don't know. Like no teacher ever went in the school that we went to. No teacher ever went to anyone's house to be like, hey, you didn't come to school today. Like that's not a thing. So anyway, uh, what's yours? What's one of yours? Um, it's a Raul line and it's one that always made me, I know, as you should, but it's the one that always made me tear up when I was a kid and it's at the very end Mm -hmm. and it's when, um, (laughs) and it's, and it's when she's saying that she's leaving and all of them are upset and they want to know why and and, and says, was it something we did yeah and like this little kid was it something we did she's like no and then she said it's just and then emilio's girlfriend is like is it because of emilio was it too sad and she's like maybe and she's like crying and like callie and Darrell and all the others didn't come and raul's oh. response is what about us we stayed we're here what about us none of us make you happy and i was like Oh. As a kid, every time I would be like, "Doesn't Raul make 
because Raul <laughs> made you so happy. Don't the other kids make you happy too? Like the fact but that he was true. like tearing up. I was like 100%. And I, and I really appreciated the line anyways, because it's true. Yeah, she's been sad about a couple others, but the rest of the students are still there and trying. So and why the thing gives about her the right scene, to give up for that? Totally. And the thing that annoyed me about that scene was that I was uh, like as an adult, mm-hmm. was that oh, I was totally. like, yeah. It's just this, like, attention-seeking, mm-hmm. like, pay attention to me. Uh, like, it's just, like, if you're going to leave, leave. But don't make it a show at the end of the school year. Totally. And get, like, all of their emotional, um, emotionally manipulative situation mm-hmm. going on. Like, I just found, I was like, oh, okay. Well. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, if you're a good teacher, differently. you should care about the teachers, who sh- the kids who show up. Like, totally. you should care about the ones who don't show up, sure. But it's, like... The ones who show up, like, that's your fucking job. The ones who make, and that's always that tricky thing, right? Where the students who make the effort and are good students, you still pay attention to them, even though a lot of your effort has to go to the other students. And you acknowledge those students, too, especially in that class where they are working much so harder hard. than anyone gave them credit for. So anyway, yeah. So that line, as a kid, I'd always it's be true. Like, it's so and true. I'd be like a blubbering mess uh, whenever he started talking. As soon as he did, I'd be like, that's it. Lisa's gone. Lisa's in tears. Okay, great. Wonderful. It's so true. Okay, what's your last one? Let's okay. do one more. Okay, one more so, for you. well, I feel like I, it's, it's kind of going to have to explain a little bit. Because um, mm-hmm. the line itself is said by Michelle Pfeiffer. But it's she's doing the thing where she's telling them it's her last day. Yada, yada, yada. But then she shows up. Callie has returned. Callie, who is the one who was pregnant, who left, who then mm. has decided to come back. And so she's just kind of like, um, why did you come back? Did you come back because you want to be here? Or did you come back because someone told you to come back here? And Callie was like, well, it's both. Um, <laughs> totally. I'm like, fair, Callie. And obviously, they're all looking at Rule because we know that he went to go talk to Callie totally. about it. It's 100% him. It's so cute. <laughs> it's adorable. So anyway, so they're talking about it. it it's why I think the nostalgia of this movie mm-hmm. hits me so hard. Mm-hmm. And now they are applying it in a way in like a, a literal moment that matters where they're telling her, I will not go gently into that good night. You've got to rage against the dying of the light. And that is what they tell her when she tells them she's leaving. And so the quote that I have after that very emotional scene mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is when Hal, the teacher that Lisa and I love, as we remember, mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. talking to her and he's like, how'd they get you to come back? And she said, they gave me candy and they called me the light. And he says, that'll do it. <laughs> and then the movie ends. 100%. And it is. Yeah. That is. That, I that loved that as a kid. I was so moved. Was, and I'm with you. The fact that they use what she has taught them to br- make her stay to prove that this is worthwhile it, you've taught us everything else as a child that's like yes yes yes, yes. all of it 100%. all of it oh all and that's the perfect it. quote i think to end on because mm. that is that is this movie in a nutshell really it really is the cheesiness so, the lovely over the topness it oh, is that it, hits, it is it that those heartstrings. It, those yeah. heartstrings if you watch this when you were younger you will definitely feel those same feels mm-hmm. let me tell you 100 percent. when you're a little yeah. impressionable mind oh it's a it's a very emotional watch shall it, we is. Say. it 100%. is 100 yeah awesome well there you go guys that is our very difficult review of dangerous minds <laughs> totally. it'll be um it'll be my turn to pick the movie next time it's 
not going to be as difficult, I think, especially because I know the movie and also because we have another guest. That's right. Woo! We have another another guest. Pretty close, like almost back to back. Almost back to back. We've never done that before. And he has been on the podcast before. I know. So you get to find out who he is on uh, Friday. I already know the movie, which means Pauline. I've chosen it. Pauline and our mystery guests are going head to head. Heck yeah. That's what the movie is. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm curious who's going to win. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it's really anybody's game. Uh, and I've come up with I some pretty, pretty interesting questions. Well, I mean, you, you have lots of practice as well. Let's, let's be that's honest true. here. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. But I can't get cocky. I can't get cocky. So we'll see. Maybe <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. be the gracious person that you were when Cam was on and you just <laughs> let Cam guess the outsiders. I wanted When to you knew back. it before when Cam was guessing the Godfather and I was like, Lisa knows. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa knows. 100% knows what movie I knew. We all knew. Everyone knew. Everyone knew. But come I'm on. Not, I don't yeah. know if I'm that gracious. We'll see. <laughs> Especially not with this guest. All That's right. true. Well, there you guys go. That's our, our teaser for next time. Uh, until then, uh, like and subscribe. We are on Instagram. We're on Twitter, at Real Window. Uh, please, if you haven't already done so, please leave us a lovely little review. Rate our podcast on whatever platform you're, you're listening to it. We really appreciate that. The more listeners who want to join in and just have some fun, especially, you know, times are a little tough and sometimes just talking about some silly nostalgic movies is all you need and... Hopefully, other and people potentially, feel the same way. potentially offensive movies that you don't potentially know. Potentially offensive movies or That's depressing as hell movies. They're For sure. Fun. Yeah, it's been it's a rough been, couple of weeks. Hey, I hope that the next hopefully one. Hopefully, the next one will just bring our spirits back up. Fingers you don't have to crossed. question whether it's offensive, and you don't have to question whether it's like, going to make you want to slit your wrists. I feel. I feel pretty safe with my choice, police. <laughs> okay, so I think I think okay. we're going to be okay. I think we're going to be okay. I All don't right. know. Um, you could also send us. I think we're going to be okay. Famous last words. <laughs> I have a bad feeling about this. Yeah, um, right. So uh, you can also send us a longer email if you want to tell us in detail about what's offensive and dangerous minds or anything else. Uh, uh, actually, for, please, if you yeah, have that information, really I'd really that. love to know more. And you can email us at real, real.window at gmail.com. Until then, until Friday, we will catch you next time, guys. Have a lovely week.